This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks. I have the pleasure of having a fellow Strong Islander straight out of Suffolk. I'm hanging out in Nassau. Tamika Harden, body by Tamika at a club fit 24-7 on the border of Westbury and Jericho, sheltering in place, zooming. Tamika, welcome to Halo Talks. Hello. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So... Why don't you first start off with your your personal background of being a entrepreneur and helping hundreds of people in the local area, and then uh, what you uh, when you got hit with COVID, how you've recovered, and and then we're going to talk about how you're moving your business and your life to uh, to something that sounds even more appetizable than it was before. Yes. Well, for over 15 years, I have been uh, a fitness professional for various companies. I started very young in the fitness industry at the age of 19, uh, managing health clubs. Uh, At that time, it was Lucille Roberts, and that was my very first start. And for over 15 years, it's been my life, it's been my career. Uh, You know, I've always had a passion for helping people because I transformed my body uh, through physical training. I started my first fitness journey when I was 16 years of age. I grew up overweight uh, throughout my childhood and adolescence. And as soon as I was able to do something about it, I joined a health club. You know, I had a part-time job. I was able to afford that investment. I made that decision all on my own without, you know, an Adele or parent helping me. It was something that I, I really wanted. So I joined my very first health club at 16. And at the age of 19, they hired me to run the place. So I had lost 40 pounds at that club. It was my first fitness experience, and it turned into a career path for me. And from that moment on, I taught aerobics, boot camp, kickboxing, you name it. I've run operations, management. So I think that is also what gave me the tools to position myself to eventually work for myself. Uh, Back then, in the very beginning, I had no clue what was coming next. Uh, But because I've ran almost every uh, aspect of operations for a gym, from overseeing the cleaning uh, going on into the gym to sales, to operation, training, hiring, um, it helped position myself so that way later on I could do it for myself. So three years ago, I I started... Yeah. So yeah, I, most of the club operators and studio operators that we work with, when you walk around a club with somebody that started either their own location or started as a group exercise instructor or started as a salesperson, they have a much different lens of how every part of a club or a studio work. And you see yes. them picking up, you know, garbage. They're you know looking to rearrange the the retail. They're they're talking to people. So. When, when uh, groups come to us or investors come to Dave and I and say, hey, I want to get into the fitness industry. I want to start on my own, you know, franchise of this or that. You know, they say, well, what do I need to know? And they think, you know, in an hour crash course, they're going to understand how to run a, one of these operations and they don't appreciate it. I agree with you 100%. I remember when my flyer lady marketing uh, you know, team will call out, not be there. I would go door to door. This was back in 2005, 2006, 
we didn't have social media the way that we have it now. So, I mean, I would go door to door with flyers. I would stand, I would literally bring, bring people off the street into the establishment. I did every part. I ran every part of the business and it helped me understand how to, how to operate my own. And for the last three years, I've actually been successful. And you and I both know that you know, that's not always the case. You start out, but it may not always go in the right direction. So I've been fortunate enough to have enough training to be able to apply it to my own business model. That's awesome. So when you when you decided to pick the name Body by Tamika, you know, the question for you is obviously you want people to know, hey, you're talking to the owner and and I'm the the, the creative director at the same time. Tamika better be there. Yes, that that is true. So when I came up with the name Body by Tamika, I had no clue what the hell was happening. Like, to be honest with you, I had no clue what was coming. It was, it it, it resembled me, uh, what I wanted people to see. I've literally transformed my entire look over the years and who I am. Um, so in every way I felt like I am body by Tamika, but I, I didn't know it was going to be a business. It just was right. who I was. Gotcha. So, so you've been in there three years, you've co-located inside of uh, club fit 24 seven. Is that a, uh, an express club or how does that work? Cause what did, and the reason why I'm asking this question is on a couple of different webinars that we've been on a number of studio operators or boutiques have asked us. You know, if I don't get a deal with my landlord, you know, should I go, what do I do? And one of the ideas we've had is why don't you go find a local health club operator and colo inside of there to reduce some of your fixed expenses and be able to, you know, almost do like what Dunkin' Donuts and, and uh, Subway or like, you know, yes. Taco Bell. And so how do you see that evolving? And, and obviously you did that already. So you're not, you don't have to take, you know, you don't have to go through that but you, you're benefiting from it now. I think that is some of the best advice to give um, an entrepreneur who is trying to start the journey of you know entrepreneurship, but may not have the backing or the funding yet to go full-blown, fledged on their own, uh, because it makes the investment a, a less scary uh, in terms of being able to take it on and handle it. So I've been so fortunate that when I did that, I didn't know how it was going to really allow me to build. So now looking back, that is one of the best pieces of advice I can give anyone starting out. Because obviously you want your overhead to be as, as low as it possibly can so that way you can manage it. So starting out maybe... Um, cooperating or sharing a space with someone else is a good way to go. And nine times out of 10, the owner of that establishment would be privy to the conversation. They would be open to it because you don't realize how everybody needs help in a sense. And if you can work it out to a way, you know, where it's beneficial for both, most people will be okay with it. And that's exactly what I found. And because of that, it allowed me to grow. I actually was able to make money my first year in business because my overhead was low. Right. Right. So, you know, you had an unfortunate experience recently, uh, getting COVID recovering, becoming an online superstar on zoom. So talk us through, you know, how your life has changed, you know, talk us through that journey, even though it was a short journey. 
Uh, and then how you're pivoting your business online and, and how, how that makes you feel. Well, being hit with COVID-19 was an eye-opening experience. It was an experience that left me feeling uh, much more gratitude uh, than I already had, which I already had a, a, a good amount, you know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty in tune and, and I'm grateful for the things I have. But COVID-19 left me with a greater sense of appreciation, you know, for life because I watched many people lose their lives to COVID-19 and I was blessed and fortunate enough to still be here to have this conversation. So how, how important do you think it was for you? Obviously you'll never know, but how important was it that you were physically fit? And when you got this virus, you basically kicked its ass. Let me tell you, my body, my immune system was in a ring, face on with COVID-19, going for the takedown, and we won. And oh. that's it. And I hope that answered your question. All that right. I, my we question. Were in here. I'm, I'm toe for toe. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I, I just got excited, you know, because literally when you think back, that's what it was, seriously. Right. And so that's I don't think why. people appreciate like when they say, oh. We're not going to let these health clubs open until phase four. You know, I think, and then, oh, health club membership is going to be down 30%. People aren't going to go to group exercise classes. I'm like, I'm telling you, that's not actually what's going to happen. It's actually going to be, we might be 30% up because people are going to know that if I'm stronger, bring this next wave on, like, come, like bring it on, right? Yes, abso absolutely. Absolutely. I think if this wasn't the biggest wake up call, as a country, I don't think you can you can have anything more impactful. And for those of us who are already practicing that lifestyle, we want to practice it even more to the point where we didn't stop. I mean, we're in our living rooms lifting up gallons of water bottles because right. you know all the weights were sold out on Amazon. Yes, we're lifting yes. our kids up. We're outside finding boulders. I mean, we are making it work because it's our lifestyle. And now more than ever, you think we're going to stop? No. Well, when we get when we get uh, the ability to meet in person, we'll uh, we'll come out and do a class because you're one. You know, we use this term Halo, health, active lifestyle, outdoors. I'm, I'm, no I'm no joke. Don't let this uh, look fool you. Trust me, we're ready. We'll we'll boot camp it with you. I'm fit. I'm I, fit. I I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go. I love it. <laughs> so talk about how after you got through COVID, you pivot your business online. Maybe earlier than you wanted to just because you know you're responsible for your clients and they're they're waiting for you because you're the ringleader and how that has gone and and how smooth or how bumpy it was as well as how do you feel like you maybe rebalanced your own life let me tell you in the face of adversity is opportunity and it was on my mental vision board it was on my to-do list for 2020 to go virtually. See, when you're trapped in the gym all day long, servicing clients, because I don't have staff members yet, my business is still a baby, and I, you know, it's like I'm, I'm sharing a space with someone else, so it's like I don't want to move my entire house into his house, although he, he probably would be okay with it. But anyway, I'm working a lot of hours, I'm investing a lot to service my clients alone, and I wanted to grow virtually, but I didn't have the time. COVID-19 
allowed me to have the time. It actually forced me to get to that task that was on my 2020 to-do list. So although this was a knockdown, you know, my business was forced to close. Obviously, it hit me financially. It hit me, you know, health-wise because I was, you know, I had the virus. But it, uh, it forced me to do something that I already wanted to do. So with that being said, something great has come out of it. It forced me to go virtually. I mean, before it was like, well, I need this. I need this. I, it was like, use what you have. You have a laptop. You have a ring light. Figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it forced me to do so. And for that, I'm grateful because now I'm doing something I've always wanted to do. And I'm actually not that bad at it so far. <laughs> so what's been the receptivity of your clients and what's been their willingness to, uh, you don't have to disclose it exactly, but are people willing to pay the same amount for an online class? Are you doing it at a discount? Because I think people are trying to figure out, and what we're advocates of is, hey, look, we've been giving away this product for you know less than the, the cost of like a turkey wrap for yes. like way too long, and I'm sick of it. So how have you been able to set the price and what are you standing behind and what would be your advice to others? My advice to others is for me, what I did was I began to watch my my colleagues and to see what other people were doing. And let me tell you, having a brick and mortar location and that business model, the virtual model is quite different and interesting. And there's so much to learn, right? So what helped me was I said, okay, let me start with a basic price point of $10 per class. But the obstacle that is there for trainers who are going virtually is you have on demand, you have cable service on demand, whether it's Fios, Cablevision, Beachbody, you have these subscriptions that are charging $100 for the year, whatever specials they have, right? So you say to yourself, how can I really compete with that? Well, I know how, and I figured it out. I'm a live person. Those programs, they're not. They're not checking on you to see how you're surviving through this COVID-19. They're not pouring into you, you know, motivating you, holding you accountable because you haven't logged in for five days. They're not doing any of that. So you still cannot separate that one-on-one person-to-person interaction. So because we still have that and we can provide that, that allows you to charge a little bit more, stand behind that firmly. Because Beachbody, when you go to the cabinet in the middle of your workout and get a cookie, the trainer's not looking at you, you know? But I'm looking at my my clients and I'm like, wait a minute, sitting on the couch is not part of the Zoom right now, you know? So standing behind the fact that we're still there to help them allows us to build more value. And finding competitive ways to bundle the deals. So when you buy a pack of 10, you get a discount. If you buy one of the products, my protein shake or something that I sponsor, you get an additional discount. So finding creative ways to to add value to the service so you can compare it to less expensive models. That's what I had to do. Gotcha. When you talk about somebody who hasn't done a class in five days and you're proactively actually going and calling them, telling them, what are you doing? Right now, everybody's in the texting age, you know, if necessary, I call, I would call. Um, But most of them, they are, they're they're responsive to the text, just checking on. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I haven't seen you. I want you to know you have five classes left, just checking on you. And they're receptive to that. 
Can I ask you a technical question? When you send that text out, is it what is so what does it come in as for the person? Does it come in as body by Tamika? Does it come in as Tamika Harden? Does it come in like do you know what it comes in at? It is coming in directly for myself because I haven't okay. uh, crossed over yet to any of like the the S uh, the S you know the, all these different SMS. Yeah, SMS. Yes. Hey, Dave, is there is there something where he could uh, where where any of our clients or Tamika could actually like start sending texts out and it comes through from like whatever name that you want it to come through on? Sure, that's we have a service. Yeah, I, I can help. That. I can help with that. Right, tell tell Tamika about that because. Tamika, one of the things that you're doing that that drives me crazy that other people aren't doing, they like say, oh, I'm looking at the data. I'm looking at, like, I'm sending an email blast out to my member base. And this is what the data says. I'm like, can just pause for a second? Like, you got, like, 200 people, okay? Like, get in touch with them directly. Listen to what they want. Ask them how they want to consume fitness. Ask them how you can help them achieve whatever goal that they're trying to uh, get to even if the goal is just maintain and keep their immune system and not gain weight like that might just be the, the average person's goal anyway yes. but i feel like people are like so entrenched in here's what the data says and you know you know 12 percent of my members did this i'm like forget just like forget it stop the math like, tell me what people are like saying to me on text or on the phone how are you feeling about that because sometimes we have to take it back to the to the Stone Age way of interacting with people, actually picking up a phone, actually checking on them and not just sending out a blast, you know, things like that. And you have to get creative because you have to maximize your time. But there are ways that you can still do it and still be, you know, efficient with your time because that piece is important. I learned very quickly when I started virtually, I would post on my Instagram, I would post on my Facebook, and I would get a, a small response. When I contacted people individually, I got them to show up to the class. So I said to myself quickly, I said, these blasts in their posts, they're still useful, but you have to see where people are, especially now, I think taking into the circumstances, people want to know that someone cares. I, I, I totally agree with you. And I feel like every fitness professional, and we use this term, which you'll like, and you can use it royalty free okay. uh, return like ROR is like return on relationships. See? So people say like, what do I got? And what's the asset of my company? Yeah. The asset is, you know, the equipment you have at club 24 club fit 24 seven, but the asset is you and your member base. That's really the two assets and anything else. And that's where the opportunity lies within those two assets and how you optimize that, that relationship. So agreed. Yeah. So we love what we love what you're doing. Talk to us for a minute about how you've rebalanced how you use your time and how you've allocated more time, thankfully, to your to your family. And then from that standpoint, what are your goals going forward? Have you recalibrated? I guess what I'm gonna want to ask you is you affect two, three hundred, four hundred people, you know, in, in Long Island. But now you have the ability to affect even more people. And it probably isn't going to be something that you need to go and get another physical location for. So how are you thinking about your business and your life? Well, I have this brand idea. I don't even know if I should say it on live because they might steal it. No, I'm thinking about this in two different ways, right? 
I already have my clientele base person, you know, in person. And they're like, they can't wait till we open. But what I would like to do is pursue my own location because right now I don't have enough space to hold classes. It's just strictly personal training. As long as I have a classroom space, I will have the top of the line connection set up. I would have the top of the line cameras, whatever I need. So that way I can go live and still teach virtually and still teach to my in-person clients both at the same time. And then what I can do is charge, I'll figure it out. I'll look at what my competition is doing because somebody has already done this. Trust me. I just have to find them, you know, and, and look at the business model and figure out what's appropriate pricing to charge. I may be able to charge one a yearly subscription, a monthly subscription for unlimited access. And now they can still participate in my workout, still see my face. I can still see them. Uh, but I also get to service my in-person clients. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be a good way for me to mesh the two. That's one idea. And then the other idea is for me to never go back to work and just stay home, kick my feet up, and watch plants grow like you said. Maybe <laughs> I'll do that one. <laughs> that I haven't right, figured out yet. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know how to generate revenue from that, but it's definitely been a nice break. <laughs> so, so in closing here, you know, what, what are some of the quotes that you live by or a quote that people would say, uh, Tamika says that all the time. We got this. <laughs> we got this. Oh, I think I say that a million times throughout teaching a class. And I'm really talking to myself, but I am talking to my clients. You know, I, I just want people to know that some of the most difficult tasks that are in front of you, things that you feel like uh, are just things that you can't get over, you have the ability to do so. The only thing that you may be lacking is the support to help you get there. I think many, too many people take on challenges, adversities, new goals, uh, new opportunities. They take them on alone. And that's not how success or goal attainment is meant to be. There's a process. Even speaking to you gentlemen right now, I know that you will leave me with something. That didn't happen by accident. And I'm going to take it. I'm going to pour it into my business. I'm going to pay it forward. So. Do not seek success alone. Use yeah. the help, use the resources, because it's much harder when you try to take it on alone. And that goes for fitness goals, that goes for life goals, that goes for business goals. Yeah, one of the things, um, you know, we, we had a client and, and we posted up, we should have you listen to the, uh, uh, if you go to grecomethodathome.com, we'll send you a link on that. Yeah, we're an investor in that company up in, uh, Canada. So they've got 15 locations and they pivoted online and got a nice, they actually use an iPhone 11 and they just put it on a tripod. And what they did was they have the instructor there. And instead of having music playing while you're talking, they put together some SoundCloud and some Spotify playlists. So that took away the need to, to actually have to pay or be compliant or non-compliant with the music license okay. and it can hear you directly. It's really well done. So if we can get Tamika a, uh, a code to get in or I can give her my code to check it out. Um, so always, I agree with you. Like these best practices are not something you need to, to figure out yourself. I always say this term, you know, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. So like let everybody else make mistakes and then get experience and tell you, Hey, look, this is what I did. This works. This doesn't work. And, 
let me save you some time, heartache, and, and money. Yes, so. yes. And just understanding your strengths and your weaknesses. Listen, you know, we wear many hats, but not all the hats fit. Some of them we should just put That quote I love. I love that. <laughs> I love that quote. We wear many hats, but not all of them fit. You might you get know, in a calendar next year. Yes, send her a calendar that's, a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Send her, you know, send her my uh send her my article, my my Jerry Maguire article or uh our, uh our happy our KPI personal KPI. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yes, I, 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 I love anything that you find will be helpful for me, send it, please. Awesome. Yes. All right, we'll do. Hey, it was great to meet you. I'm glad you all reached out to us and uh it's been a pleasure talking to you. We love your mission. We're trying to basically be like a trampoline for people. So whatever we can do to prop up this industry, that's our life goal. We're trying to solve obesity and loneliness. That's it. And the way that we are able to do it is to make sure that people got the right information, people are connected. And if people that want capital, that we can work as hard as we can to try and get capital. So, you know, when someone's like, hey, what do you do? We say we break, try and bring money into this industry and create the halo yes. So. But it's one of the best industries out there. And, it, you know, the projection for growth is, is, is there. We're growing. There's so much more growth for us to come. So, I, you know, I believe in everything you said and everything that you're doing because this is the industry. And there's room for all of us because so many people need help. So there's enough room for all of us to go around. There's enough clients. People need help. Yeah. And we just got to keep making it fun. That's yes. one of our... One of our deconditioned uh, guests told us, yeah, make it fun. That, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. We make this thing that people hate, we make it fun. Yeah. All right, hands in on three. You got this. One, yes. two, three. You got, you got this. this. <laughs> Give a shout out to my good friends at lassogear.com, L-A-S-S-O-G-E-A-R.com. I want to give you 20% off using the code Halo Talks on the best compression socks on the planet. I've been using them during the pandemic. My field goal kicking is further and stronger than it's ever been. Check out these socks. You'll love them. They got an L and an R to make it easy to put on each foot. Enjoy it. Trust me. You'll love them.